Hello, welcome to Brace and Ren 3 direct-to-video. My name is Bryce Henderson, I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Today we'll be discussing DuckTales the movie Treasure of the Lost Lamp, filmed and <laughs> made in 1990. Maybe not filmed, but <laughs> produced, put out in 1990. Uh, with me, as always, to talk about Once Upon a Time, Cory in the House, <laughs> and then Ned's Declassified with Hints of Succession in the Grinch. <laughs> and finally, all things Disney tunes is one Renan Fontes. Ren, welcome to the trilogy, the third leg in our journey. How are you doing? Bryce, I feel great. And you want to know why? Why? Because the third one in a trilogy is always the best one. <laughs> <laughs> name name one third movie that was bad. I can't. I can't, I can't do it. Good. Terminator 3. Mm-hmm. Uh Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Final Destination 3. Final Destination 3, Saw 3. Yeah, all fantastic movies. Better than what came before, better than what came after. This three, is the peak. 3 is when everything peaks. It is. It is, which is exciting for you and I, because not only is this going to be, uh, you know, our third like podcast series, but even better, at one point in this series, we'll get to talk about movies that are the third um in those respective series so a lot of quality content coming our way i was actually feeling optimistic going into this as i was yes. telling you before we started yes yeah uh, so to kind of give uh some context for disney tunes uh disney tunes studio they mainly do the direct-to-video sequels that disney produces mm -hmm. but they got their start uh with a theatrical a DuckTales movie that released in between seasons three and four. Yes. So this movie actually came out around one month before the season four premiere. Yes. So they were definitely expecting some big synergy. And they were also, um, so because this happened and then the expectation was, um, since this was a different tune studio than like the main like Little Mermaid type content that was coming out at the time, mm -hmm. uh, the goal was for this studio to put out then, they also had like Chip and Dale, so they were gonna try to put out like a Chip and Dale movie, um, gonna try to do a, uh, what was the one with Baloo? Uh, Tailspin. Tailspin, try to yep. do like a Tailspin movie as well. But then this movie uh, hit theaters, bombed, believe it or not, Ren, can you believe that? That this movie wasn't successful? So here's the thing, this actually <laughs> got good reviews. Oh, uh, so you're right. I am looking. I seen 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, which feels like 88% too high. It was reviewed fairly well. But uh, so when we were looking up Disney Tunes as a potential candidate, mm -hmm. the narrative that I like saw here was, oh, this was a good animated film that just didn't do well at the box office because it only earned 18 million of its 20 million budget, mm -hmm. which for Disney, that's abysmal. Yes. Because they're looking for to like quadruple what they're spending. Mm hmm. So naturally, that kind of knocked a lot of movies in development out of development, and they were relegated to the direct-to-video sequels that they do now. Yes. And but so, uh, the lack of quality was kind of always there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and so to also set, set this up, so uh, what won the podcast was direct-to-Disney like video sequels. Yep. Uh, and so what Ren and I essentially decided in this in-between time is if we're gonna go to the hits of uh, the Disney direct-to-video sequels, they're all made by the same company. They're all made by Disney Tunes. Why not just round it out and watch all of the Disney Tune movies? Yeah. Um, there's there's fundamentally no difference. And yeah. they like they would randomly release certain movies that they did in theaters, just mm -hmm. like out of nowhere. Like they uh 
the Tigger movie. That's that's direct to video as it comes, but that got a theatrical release. Yes, and also both I think both Peter Pan two and Jungle Book two. Yep. were made by this crew, made it to theaters, and so th those were the two in particular that I was like, you know, I'd be disappointed if we missed those simply because they were released in theaters. Um, so it'd, we kind of... It'd be interesting to kind of discuss why they thought they could release those in theaters. <laughs> why did Disney keep trying? Why did they keep on thinking, eh, we can make some money out of this? So, uh, yeah, never mind. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get there. But today our headline is DuckTales treasure of the lost limp uh and ren this is like the so let's like like kind of just talk on some initial impressions here yeah. so first of all i feel like this movie started both 30 minutes like 30 minutes into something like i feel like i missed the first 30 minutes but then i also feel as though the movie didn't start until 30 minutes in yeah so, so. <laughs> My my impression with the super fast paced opening, mm -hmm. I actually liked that. Yeah, the, the movie progressively got worse for me. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was it was a pretty like gradual decline. There was no point where like my enjoyment like was slowly increasing or it like piqued my interest again. It just it dipped until it was over. Mm -hmm. But like, it starts off as like this Indiana Jones story, which like okay, big Ducktales adventure. That's fun enough. Yeah. But then it becomes like a slice of life movie where they're in Duckburg for like 25 minutes. And there's like a the genie has living a double life. And the last half hour is forced to gel these two completely different halves together mm -hmm. in a clumsy mess. Yeah, I felt like I was. Um, so also, I have no personal experience with DuckTales. I have to be very frank with you. I, I understand the characters and the dynamic. But I never really watched the show. I never knew the characters. So I'm going into this with a completely fresh perspective. Or maybe not a fresh perspective. Maybe more of a clouded perspective. Because I don't have that love and nostalgia for DuckTales. Um, I, I liked DuckTales. Okay. It wasn't one I watched a lot. But it's one where it, if it was on, I would watch. I was more of a goof troop kid growing up. The theme song. The theme song's excellent. That's a, that is a hit. It's it's the most iconic thing about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I also, uh, instead of DuckTales, I in particularly liked Quack Pack. Did you ever watch that one? No, is that... Uh, I don't even know what that is. Huey and Louie as teenagers living with Donald. Sure. Huey it's, and... Just Huey and Louie, or is no, Dewey Huey, there too? Huey and Louie. Okay, okay. All three of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I remember I remember nothing about it, but I remember really liking it when I was younger. Yeah, it was the all-grown-up of the DuckTales universe. It would, uh, I remembered airing alongside Goof Troop. Okay. Um, so I felt, Ren, like, having, so with all of that in mind, I had no clue who the main character is in this movie. I'm glad you bring that up, because that's actually one of my points under initial thoughts. Yeah, who are these people? There's like, no main character. It's the genie. Yeah, the only, the, the only thread. A, <laughs> like, the character invented for this DuckTales movie mm -hmm. is the closest thing it has to a main character. Yeah. Um, I got nothing from Huey, Dewey, and Louie. They all could be one character, or they could be 20 characters. I don't know. I think they're um, all voiced by the same woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I got nothing from any of them. There was a girl duck, so that was... Yeah, Webby. So progressive. Glad that was there. He wears um, a bow, you can know. Yes, so I'm, I'm aware. Um, and then the whole final battle is, like, uh, is Scrooge. The the fact that you just said the whole final battle in a discussion about the DuckTales movie, I mm -hmm. think, 
is kind of emblematic of a few of this film's problems. Yeah. Um, man. And so, and so this is 1990s, Ren. Uh, this was... So, something that I do want to point out here. You'd mentioned Genie, the duck, who is a genie. This movie is uh, pre-Aladdin, which we will get into soon. Yep. We, um, I have a lot of Aladdin-related notes. We're... It's funny. But it's this... It's such a funny, interesting thing, right? So, this is Disney's original genie. This is, like, the prototype, and it fucking sucks. <laughs> it's awful. Like, I can't believe that, one, they tried again, and two, yep. it actually worked, and it really has to be Robin Williams doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. The, the writing that they give the genie here, oh my god. <laughs> Imagine that in Aladdin. would have killed the movie. Yeah. Um... And man, man, I, I, just could not believe that the genie existed. I was also like, I was trying to figure out the genie's rules because that we, I, I we'll get into the rules. Yeah, because that the character of the genie here and in Aladdin and I just like whenever a genie pops up, I feel like the rules that's a key component. Yeah. Right, and usually it's because the whole thing is like either how do we beat the genie or how do we help the genie by like circumnavigating the rules and there's a little bit of like problem solving around there yeah uh i don't i this was just like he can grant a wish you get one wish maybe two wishes maybe, maybe three, three. It depends. <laughs> yeah. like, they constantly mention like at one point early in the film yes they say that dewey and louie are the only ones with wishes left yes they but do then say that webby, then webby makes a wish mm -hmm. And then Scrooge makes the last wish. Yep, after having already made a wish earlier in the film, right? Yeah, yes. and Huey makes two wishes, mm -hmm. and that gives up his wishes. <laughs> but when Dewey says that only he and Louie mm -hmm. have the wishes left, Dewey had already wished to reverse Webby's wish. Oh my gosh. So he'd already made his wish. Yes, and like... Could the, the do the the wishes to undo a wish those count as as the single wish if that wish is being crossed off? Uh, I don't know. All I know is that the bigger the wish, the bigger an ulcer the genie gets. <laughs> I love that it physically pains him to do mm. big wishes. Yes, I I think you could kill him like that if you <laughs> thought of the right thing. <laughs> uh, and then so to top all of this off, so we have uh. Essentially, so there's this lamp that ends up in the hand of the uh, of our main ducks that has a genie inside. Uh, there's a villain voiced by Christopher Lloyd. That's right, in his first ever uh, theatrical voice acting role. Mm. Um, He's playing Murloc. Yes. Famous Murloc. Iconic Murloc. Murloc who owns a green gem that, uh, when combined with the genie, essentially traps the genie. Uh, right. <laughs> that's not the only thing he owns shall we talk about Dijon no <laughs> no Ren he I <laughs> Dijon is we are definitely back in Disney World um, with this we have it, not had to talk casual racism only Disney can pull off we have not had to talk too much about just offensive, like, offensive racism um, and racial uh, characterizations since Cory in the House. And here, right off the bat, DuckTales' Treasure of the Lost Lamp is giving us a sidekick 
uh who is he he uh like works for murloc is a kind way to it's a generous it. way of putting it okay uh is that i feel like that's the most like 2022 way i can i can describe what their relationship is <laughs> partnership they're worth their work fail <laughs> um but dijon is uh he's got an accent a very very thick racist middle eastern accent he calls pretty much everyone master mm-hmm. speaking broken english yep uh, i think he's called a pickpocket at least twice in an yep. insulting manner which which ends up being a stereotype he proves mm-hmm. and he turns into a literal pig yes he does <laughs> You just don't see this kind of writing anymore. Uh, I wish that this movie... I wish that Dijon and the movie were, were buried uh, alongside uh, the treasure of whoever, awesome. whatever it is. Uh, yeah. I wish it was all buried and never dug up. It's kind of amazing to me that Aladdin isn't more offensive now that I've seen this. Yes, the same like, studio. They, they, they've got the accents, and they do like a couple of little mm-hmm. jokes here and there. But you know, comparatively, it's a pretty damn sanitized take. They could have, they could have <laughs> done the whole thing. <laughs> uh, do you think? Um, do you think in honor of Dijon being in the first ever Disney Toon Studio, maybe there's a cool little Dijon cameo in every <laughs> single Disney Toon film we have coming up? That would be fun, right? Got the Dijon emblem in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you notice in uh in uh Hunchback of Notre Dame 2 when Quasimodo was leaving the church, he uh brushes shoulders with one Dijon. Quasimodo then spits on him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what a what a mess. He's um he is so offensive. He would not be allowed to exist in 2022. Um, he shouldn't have been allowed to exist even in 1990. He should yeah, never have existed. 1990. This this feels aggressive. Yeah. Um, like, and I think the worst part about it mm-hmm. is that he keeps showing up. He's arguably the real villain over Murloc. Yes. Yes, and he, uh, you know, he's a focal point to some of the the plot up and downs. Uh, in which he does get the genie at one point. So good for him, because he's tempted by the uh, riches and fortune. Let's just let's just give a quick shout out to Dijon's voice actor, Richard Libertini, born May 21st, 1933 in Cambridge, Mass. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! Thespian. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Red, just to confirm. This is he's a white guy, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're, we're looking at a white guy who voices very um, white this, this caricature. Uh, but it looks like he would go on actually to get another paycheck from the mouse when he appears in the hit Disney series Sunny with a Chance in 2010. One of his last roles before death in 2016, mm-hmm. by the way. Is this uh is this an in memoriam for? <laughs> yeah, let's throw up a in memoriam for Dijon at the end. <laughs> uh, I heard, uh, yeah. So I actually heard that any Disney Toon films that cu- that came out after 2016 did not include the Dijon cameo out of respect <laughs> for Richard. So uh, how many are those? Just like the Planes films? Yeah, yeah. Just 
Dijon does not show up in planes or cars form. Oh my god. Now <laughs> we're gonna have to watch all the Tinkerbell movies and then planes? Ren, it, those are so far away. Don't even think about it. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Yeah, you're right. It's like thinking about dying of old age. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... All right, so let's. Do you want to kind of talk through? Do you feel like that? That's what any other initial impressions you had of Ducktales? I think I think those are the pretty like strongest initial impressions. I think we can mm -hmm. kind of break it down. Uh, do you want me? Do you want me to bring up some talking points I have written up? Uh, yeah, go for it. I mean, I I got some too. We'll kind of just talk through it. What What do you got, Ren? So, uh, first of all, I since we're shitting on the movie like almost exclusively, and we will continue to do so, I do want to praise the fact that I actually thought the animation was pretty good most of the time. Like, it's not Disney Renaissance level, but compared to the TV shows they were airing in the '90s, like the level of shading and coloring, it's not bad. It's the like the biggest problem is that it's just also boring in the end. The the plot or the animation. Like, but the animation ends up feeling boring because the plot is boring. Yeah. Like, it's not fun watching Murloc chase Scrooge for half an hour because mm -hmm. I I don't care about these characters. Like, the little intro Indiana Jones sequence where they're, like, going into the pyramid, digging it up, going inside, fighting off the scorpions, like, running up the burning bridge. Mm -hmm. That's, like, a nice, like, little fun sequence of 15 minutes of, like, <laughs> really interesting animation where the lighting changes, you get a bunch of, like, distinct coloring. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of, like, personality in the way the characters move. But yeah. then we, we leave that setting, and it falls into, like, oh, yeah, we're a DuckTales episode. Let's play around in the house. Yeah, well, because essentially the characters are flushed down the pyramid's toilet, just yeah. as the rest of the movie is uh, flushed down the toilet as well. Like, um, there was a, there's one sequence where, uh, let me see if I can find my notes exactly. Okay. It's when Webby wishes for all her toys to come alive. Come alive. That was a that was a, an episode. Yeah, that was that was a twenty one minute episode. But like yeah. when when that happens the first time, like in her bedroom, it's a really nice visual effect because it's a small cramped space. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing all this animation happen at once. Mm -hmm. But then when they move down to the foyer, like a few minutes later, everything looks so bare and empty. There's so much empty space. Yes, it, like it's it's the same effect, but they presented it so much worse. Like right after it. Mm -hmm. And I don't yeah. know. I just think it speaks to how careless the movie is. It has this really nice animation style, but it uses it so poorly that it kind of undermines itself. Yeah, because it's. I mean, I I didn't really stop to appreciate the animation. I was so caught up in, uh, you know, checking to see how much longer it was. <laughs> I I also hated how many fades to black there were. This yeah. released in theaters. <laughs> Why are there fades to black? There are no commercials coming. <laughs> yeah you don't you don't remember in uh the most recent uh dr strange when uh the free freaking fade to blacks and then the whole audience would sit in silence in a black theater for about two to three seconds before it would <laughs> unfade in a new scene it's loading the next scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we got so this movie opens with launchpad flying right he's like uh trying to land they're all in in a plane yeah they're they're flying over the desert mm-hmm and launch pad uh his landing pad like his landing brakes fail so he just simply crashes into ruins that i figured were worth more than any treasure they were trying to find <laughs> <laughs> that was my opening thought 
was so that. So not, not off to a great start with Scrooge. No. No. Well, does this surprise you, though? Scrooge is supposed to be the richest man alive. You know, he's mm-hmm. plundered every nation on the planet for his treasures. Yes. There is no culture he has left untouched. Yes. Unburdened. Yeah, and so this is... Yeah, because I, I had said, like, I assumed that McDuck was wanting to get the treasure to pay someone back simply for the disrespect. But I guess that's a good point, is he disrespects anyone and anywhere that he goes. So this is just, you know, adding onto the pile. Yeah. Of cultures that he showed no regard towards. Uh, and we meet, so they, they arrive and they're, they destroy a bunch of ruins, but don't worry, they're gonna... Uh, what do they do? They dig up a uh, a box here that has cloth in it. Yeah, they find a chest full of clothes, but yeah. then they find one of Kali Baba's maps in it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and that's like they're like, okay, this is the next step. And so this, uh, I like, I saw this, and I I was just thinking about National Treasure here. You think you think National Treasure three could do this better? Uh, like if if a third one comes out, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I would hope that Nicolas Cage goes to the desert in would, National Treasure. Would you Treasure want him 3. to go to Mount Bad Dude? Yes, uh, and hunting for the treasure of... Uh, what is it? I, why don't I have it written down? I gotta Holly, write it down. Alibaba. Alibaba. I'm gonna write that one down right now. So, uh, Alibaba. Alibaba. Like border Yeah, like Border Golly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I assume Nicolas Cage is gonna be searching for that next time around. Um... Yeah, so we then we get Murloc, our intro to Murloc. He's scary. <laughs> do you, do you think you he would have scared you as a kid? Uh, not really. He's so boring. No, so what a waste of Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, and it like Christopher Lloyd. So I'm surprised that, and I think it is a good fun fact that this is his, his first voiceover appearance because his voice is so built for cartoons, so yeah. distinct. Um. Great for villains, but like it is an absolute waste here for Murloc. The, the writing is just—it's beneath him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I'm... I didn't watch a ton of Ducktales growing up, but I remember it being like a relatively well-written show, and it is regarded as a well-written show. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that often doesn't mean much, considering nostalgia plays a role in how we you know look back on these kids' shows. But you know, the general consensus is that it's pretty good, and it had like a whole line of comics that people love internationally. Mm-hmm. So for this to be as mediocre as it is, like dialogue wise, it's it's and like the problem is it's not that the dialogue is outright bad or like stupid or poorly put together. It's just boring. Yeah, it's very lifeless and bland and lacking in any kind of emotion or heart or personality. Mm -hmm. Like what the heart of this movie is a genie who sometimes talks in pop culture references and sometimes doesn't really do much of anything. <laughs> and I'm being generous when I say he talks in pop culture references. He does that like twice and it's you know, it's a thing because no one else in the movie has a thing. Yeah. It's the closest thing it's anyone has to no- Yeah, not- notable because of that. Um Yeah, like I just they they're all bland. Launchpad has a little bit of personality. This is the only time that we really see Launchpad is in these yeah. beginning sequences. He's immediately phased out. Yeah. He's, like, the kind of, like, goofy guy of the crew. I was right? expecting him to be, like, the comic relief and just, you know, carry the movie, humor-wise, but mm-hmm. really not in it. And there's not there's not actually a lot of 
humor or comedy or jokes in the <laughs> movie there, which is another problem. It's not like this is a movie where like, oh, the jokes are bad and it's not funny. There's no jokes. No. There's no real sense of humor. And like, I feel like that's super important for a Disney film, especially one that doesn't have music in it. Because it's, <laughs> it's also not a movie that has like an emotional arc. No. So it's not like, it's not trying to, it's not telling a dramatic story. It's not trying to be funny. It's not a musical. It's an mm -hmm. advertisement. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's, so this struck me as like, as it was meant to be like uh like an indiana jones equivalent and they got that like you had said earlier for the first like 15 20 minutes yeah and then it just it has no sense of self and i i guess i do agree with you the genie's the only person that we can point to as the main character because they're the only one that has any kind of uh change happen to them in this movie and it, it's it's frustrating because yeah. he's an awful character mm-hmm he is every scene with him is a chore to sit through. <laughs> um, Murloc can he can change into anything? If it like okay, so what I understand uh, th that it annoyed me. What it, it's the jewel I think that makes him change. Yes, and he can change into anything with the jewel. Yes, which is why we see him transform into the same bird for most of the film. Yep, he's the same bird for most of the film. He's a cockroach for a lot of it. Mm -hmm. uh, they really didn't feel like being too creative with the designs here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for some, like, a, a gem that can transform you into any animal, I don't know why you would be like, yes, I'm going to be this falcon over and over and over. At one point, I'm pretty sure he flies from, like, Egypt to wherever the heck Duckburg might be yeah. as said falcon. Like, he's really, that's the best you can come out. up with? That's a lot. Yeah. It's like, a lot of flight. You still only have the stamina of a murloc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's true. I don't... Uh, he should have gotten exhausted. <laughs> should have gotten exhausted at one point. So, if he had gone, like, maybe a fish, I don't know what animal would have been better to transform into when going from Egypt to... Like, like if we say Duckburg is in, like, I don't know, Canada... Egypt to Canada? A fish? Some aquatic animal? What is the duck's natural predator? Um, Red foxes, raccoons, skunks, coyotes, and badgers. Should have been a badger. Should have been a badger. Yeah. That would have scared him. <laughs> Here comes Badger Murloc. Um, what is Murloc when he... Because he's already, he's already an animal, right? Because isn't that yeah. the thing? Is they're all animals? They're all animals, but... uh. They're he's not like a, all ducks. Yeah, he's like a dog, maybe. He's like a dog or a wolf. Yeah. So he might already be a natural predator of the duck. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, do three hump camels exist? Uh, yes, but they aren't sentient. <laughs> Excuse me. They're not like the ducks. Three hump camels? Yeah, camels exist in this world. No, I I, I was talking about the worlds you and I live in, Renan. Oh, our world. Yes. I don't know. Have you ever seen one? I mean, no. I like. I barely think two hump camels exist. So when this cartoon showed me a three hump camel, I said, eh, "Get out of here!" A three humped camel colony was discovered this week in Oman in the Rub Al Khalid. Colony. Uh, not this week. This week, April two thousand nineteen. <laughs> okay. What did they should update that headline? Be I like, should... uh, like uh, hundred thirty weeks ago. 
three hump camel colony exists. Uh, well, that's scary, right? Isn't that kind of freaky? Well, the more humps they have, the stronger they are. Yes, I know. Each hump is a hundred years of life for them. Yeah, that's a so three hundred year camel. So think about think about how much evolution can change in three hundred years. Yeah, that camel could see like the rise of a camel nation. I um, if I had to bet, like if humans were all wiped out, like disappeared all of a sudden, what species would rise up next? I would say camels. I'd say camels or all domestic pets. All domestic. They would team up. Mm-hmm. With each other. They would they would like form a bond. They'd start like talking. They'd develop culture, language. They'd uh, you know, they'd make their own tower of Babel, which a pet mm. god would strike down. Yeah. Um. That that I don't know, cause like domestic like cats and dogs that live in the same house already kind of go at each other. But I kind of see what you're saying, cause they they could be like, hey, remember humans? They'd be like, yeah, I remember humans. And so like that could bond them all together. Yeah, that's that's my thinking. Hmm. I do wonder. Don't you wonder? Do you ever think that what animal would like come up next if not if humans were all completely disappeared? Not like killed slowly, but like boom, gone. Like uh, got leftovers. Yes, exactly. Dolphins yep. would gain legs, and monkeys <laughs> get gills. Well, that's scary. Wait, what would get gills? Monkeys. Yeah. Monkeys would get gills. They mm -hmm. take over the seas, kind of like an Atlantis situation. Mm -hmm. like we'd really, we'd really get that happening. While yeah. dolphins, they get legs, go to land, uh, eventually evolve, evolve into what humans are, because you know they have brains like we do. So <laughs> it's kind of like it's looping. You know, mm -hmm. we were all dolphins before. Will we all be dolphins again? Dolphins after. Yep. <laughs> we come from the sea. We go back to the sea. We come from the sea. We go back to the sea. Um. All right, how long, uh, how long, Ren, does it take to dig up an entire pyramid? How long? Yes. Uh, it takes one transition. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. Like, the sun doesn't set at all. The, no. Like, no time passes between Launchpad tripping over the pyramid's top and then digging it all up. Yeah, pretty impressive. They uh, can dig so quickly. Well, but, you know, they made Dijon do all of it. That's true. You mean Guide? A fast worker, but not a hard one, Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, we only know him as Guide. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, they do. So he, you know, gets it all dug up. They go into the pyramid. And, um, uh, we get, like, uh, the Goonies, like, every Goonies scene, like, five times in a row. Goonies never say die. Yeah, they just like every single scene here, they're like, hold up, there might be a trap. Then they throw something and there's a trap. Or they accidentally set off the trap. Down That's... here. What'd you say? It's our time down here. Oh my gosh. I love Goonies. <laughs> I like that whole like that whole era of films though. I could do it forever though. Hey you guys. You a big sloth fan? Yeah. Oh, huge sloth fan. We used to have a kid at my uh, high school who would truffle shuffle people. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a great film. I saw, uh, I was on Reddit last week, I think, and the cast of Goonies, all the kids were flown out to <laughs> surprise Steven Spielberg when he went on vacation after filming Goonies. And Steven Spielberg was like, 
after spending so much time with them, was it Spielberg? I think it was Spielberg. I uh, spent so much time with them. He was like, I never want to see, like, I don't want to see a kid for a long time. And then his friend was the one responsible for like flying them all out as a surprise. So Spielberg was like pissed. I never want to see another Goonie again. Yeah. They never die. They're like cockroaches. <laughs> you stomp out one, seven more Goonies come back. <laughs> um, you, don't, you never want to stomp out a Goonie colony? No. Just asking for trouble? Oh my gosh, you'd be surprised. You get one Goonie living in your walls, and like, uh, you think it's just one, you pull apart your walls, there's like 50 Goonies in there. Always call a professional to deal with it. Feel yes. Like- if you're a goonie, if you see a goonie, leave the house immediately. Call an exterminator. The home is compromised. Yeah. I was, um, I, so the the one good thing, though, Ren, is I guess that, uh, they have a really hard time getting out of bathtubs, <laughs> goonies. So if you happen to trap one in there, you might try to just, you know, get it down the drain. <laughs> Stop them out? Yeah. Uh, that works, or if you just leave out some cheese and a little, like, snap wire trap, you can also get a goonie. Just like that? Yeah. Um, alright, Ren, what, uh, what else do you got going on in your, in your mind? I got some other notes, but I, I've said a few, so what do you got? Alright, alright, uh, alright, alright. Uh, Scrooge feels defeated after he doesn't get the treasure that wasn't his to take. Yep. So uh, let, let's kind of break that down. Let's kind of break down the fact that Scrooge's dream for 40 years mm-hmm. was to break into the tomb of, you know, a presumably real-life pharaoh, because that's what yep. Pyramid was for. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Steal all his treasured belongings that, in his culture, represent the things that he's going to bring onto him, bring with him into his afterlife. Yes. And add it to his personal vault of treasures, mm-hmm. which he's already stole from all the other different cultures of the world. Yes. Which he has no true value of or even uses it's all just aesthetic at this point yeah 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 mm-hmm. and uh not not getting that treasure really upset him and i felt yes. for him when scrooge the quadzillionaire sat down <laughs> sad that he didn't get to add more money to his money pile yes um i see why the move why the movie continued after this because um he's really down on his luck you know there's a lot that's not going his way i'm worried about scrooge um and you know equally as worried is his maid slash wife question mark uh and his butler this is beakley um yeah i was confused about who she was i think she's the maid i don't think she's his wife uh, pretty sure she the was maid. called grandma she's she's like the nanny a maid you know one of one of the uh people that scrooge quote unquote employs yes but and so they were all they were all feeling bad and worried about Scrooge's financial status as well, um, which meant left me as an audience member also very worried about what this meant for Scrooge and not at all about uh, the cultures that he was possibly destroying and um, def- uh, defacing by I, trying to steal this this treasure. I want to say though the biggest crime he commits is mm-hmm. not eating that sandwich. Oh my gosh. That was a nice looking sandwich. He's given he's given a little cartoon sandwich. And it does. It looks great. And he's like, I'm not hungry. Sell the lunch. Yeah. Does he say sell it? Yeah, he does say sell it. Yeah, I gotta go get some money. Um So like also like Scrooge, in terms of like the rights for that character, is it like Winnie the Pooh now where just like anyone can be Scrooge? I don't think so, because he's a pretty hard like disney ownership winnie the pooh is an adaptation 
No, but like Ebon, he's based off of Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, no? I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant Scrooge McDuck specifically. No, yeah. So, but I like, I mean, like just the name Scrooge. Like, oh yeah, the name Scrooge you can use for anything. But I would, I'd assume like uh, traits that Scrooge McDuck has specifically. Yeah. You'd have to like it would. You could only use them if it's like a specific parody against him. So like, because we could write a character named Scrooge onto the podcast who would yeah. come on and be like, "Oh, this podcast is like financially like unstable or yeah. whatever." You'd call him like John Scrooge or something. Okay. <laughs> Do you think people would like that if we had a financial segment each week where we checked in with Scrooge? Like, uh, how long would the segment be? Oh, uh, like five minutes. I think that could be fun. Yeah, Scrooge, how are our financials this week? They're terrible. You guys waste money. All right. Thanks, Scrooge. Thanks, Scrooge. Yeah. Glad we uh, glad we keep you on board. <laughs> yeah. On, on our payroll. <laughs> um, I mean, we could have him, Winnie the Pooh, like all these like uh, free characters that we got now. Let's get our hands on any copyright free characters we can get. Yeah. <laughs> Throw them up in the logo. <laughs> the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um... Have you changed the, uh... I did. I did it while I was waiting, uh, to start today. Nice, nice. Let me go see. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna, like, look right now? Oh, it still says Bryson Red and Nesity Classified School Survival Guide. Yes, the name, the name is not, uh, the name takes three to seven days to finish. Ah, okay. That no worries. So. Yeah. Um. Uh, Wackaroonie, the lamp shook. Uh, hold on, Ren. I think I got you here. Is that what this is? What the oh. hell was that? What are you? That's, uh... <laughs> That's... Oh, did you say Wackaroonie? It's Wackamacka. Wackamacka. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's followed promptly, uh, it's followed right after. It's turtle time! <laughs> Those two things happen, right, one right after the other. You told me to clip turtle time, but Ren, I gotta tell ya, Wackamacka is where it's at. I'm glad you got Wackamacka, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wackaroonie, Wackamoonie, Macaroni, whatever the heck the ducks say, sure. Sure. Hey, uh, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Is that a genie or a tooth fairy? Yeah. Is that, did someone ask that? Yeah, that, that's a line directly from the film. Yeah. Genie, uh, let's talk about his physical appearance. Yeah, he's a little boy with the face of a grown man. Yeah. He also has the <laughs> proportions of an adult man in that he, he has much longer joints than yes. the uh, kids have. And so he's like the approximate height of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. But he has like Scrooge's leg arm length and like facial aging. And to be clear, he's a duck. He's a duck. He's a duck. <laughs> so. I'm sorry, I forgot that very important. When you're when you're saying he has the facial features of an adult man, I'm picturing that like <laughs> molded with like the sorry. duck format. I, I thought it went without saying when I say man in this format, <laughs> I of course mean duck. Duck. Yes, adult <laughs> duck. Um yeah, and he like has a uh a little baseball cap. Yep. His whole thing is he's kinda like Pinocchio esque. He wants to be a real boy. But he's a man, a grown up. Yeah. Looks yeah. like a grown up. Yeah, uh, he right right after this, he was hired to film the famous M Night Shyamalan movie Old, <laughs> uh, in which he starred as one of the mid aged people on the beach. So, which I felt was was perfect casting for him. Did you watch Old? No, me neither. It's on HBO Max, so if I want to watch it, I know where to see it. But you always can. Yes, um, happy twenty years to The Wire, by the way. I know. 
What a what an amazing show. Yeah. Twenty years down, twenty more to go. Till the reunion. Do you think they could do a like a Christmas special? <laughs> the Baltimore holiday special? Yeah, it's a great idea, Renaud. Amsterdam uh, celebrates Christmas. <laughs> the McNulty family sits down to open their presents Christmas morning, but McNulty, who's drunk from the night before, has a fa- uh, has a, a vague memory of a. Uh, of, uh, <laughs> drug bust that he did and he's not sure uh what was snow and what was maybe a a drug substance and so he needs to uh go back and check in with his different affiliates to track down the drugs yeah maybe i can see it he must spends all night searching for the perfect gift to buy her wife (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah, and uh who Bubbles am I also of? down on his luck dookie on the <laughs> Christmas. Um Bunk uh Bunk also uh forgot to get a gift for his kid and so has until like five PM on Christmas Day to get it. All the stores are closed. He just needs one Turbo Man doll. Yeah, but damn, he's gonna get <laughs> Yeah. You know, classic Baltimore the wire shenanigans. <laughs> Classic stuff that we're uh, used to. Yep, and then uh, everyone gets together at the station late at night, and they all sing carols around the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bryce. Uh, yeah? I think it's time we establish some wish rules. We already tried, Ren. We already tried. What do you, on, what, let's try to write them down. Sure. Okay. These are wishes, okay. not miracles. Okay, that's rule number one? Yep. What's the difference? Uh... The genie will encourage you to wish for material objects instead of healing the world. Okay. <laughs> uh, it didn't really feel like a rule so much as the genie didn't want you to make that wish. Yeah, please don't. Yes. Wanted to. What uh, about what about the emerald? Can you wish the magic emerald uh, gets into your hands? No, that's the only thing the genie can't do. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Only thing he is it isn't the emerald like all powerful over the genie? Yes. Oh the, man. The emerald can make the genie grant any wish, which he already presumably can do. So if you have the emerald, can you wish for the genie to be with the emerald? No, that's the only thing the genie can't do. Even if you have the emerald. Well, the emerald can help make the genie grant any wish. Yes. But. Um, mm-hmm. The, the only thing the genie can't do is grab the emerald. So surely you could wish Burlock to be dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he never says you can't kill someone. No. Other genies, other like context of genies, I believe Fairly Odd Parents, which is not a genie, but still, you know, has yeah. do rules, as we know. For them, I believe they also can't, they can't kill anyone. That's no. off the table. The genie in Aladdin can't kill anyone. That's also off the table. Can't genie make here. Can't revive anyone. Yeah. Here. Eh. I'll kill whoever. Just, I <laughs> don't feel like I'm, you know, maybe wish for something else. Yeah, so long as I don't need to go near the emerald, we're good. We're good. Um, any, okay, so uh, we got those rules established. What else? What else? Uh, big wishes always spell big trouble. Yep. Okay. And again, that's more of a guideline, not so much a rule. The genie 
I wish you would pass the world's largest kidney stone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sure. <laughs> um. I'm looking at my notes here. I just wrote, "Do they each get a wish?" What? Um. We get um. <laughs> my notes here are pretty funny. My notes here are pretty good, Red. Um. I wrote in the same vein because we also so we get everything from the genie and then we get um i wrote there's eternals level exposition uh from murloc about the lamp and the talisman i haven't seen eternals yet oh dang dang that one went over your head then but uh, i guess jacob appreciated it you can uh i'm sure that you can then know going into eternals that there is an equal amount of exposition as there is about these dang wishes the lamp and the talisman well, Bryce, um, the bigger so, the wish, the bigger the trouble. Of course. Of course. Um, what about... So, like, that? what uh, bothers me is, like, usually it's, like, whoever, like, rubs the lamp gets the the genie response to them. Yeah. But here, is it... Who rubs the lamp? Isn't it uh, uh, Maisie or whatever? Webby rubs the lamp first. Yeah. And then it, like, moves a little bit. Then Huey rubs the lamp and the genie comes out. Okay. And then, like, it's not made clear how many... There there seems to be a wish limit, mm-hmm. but it kind of changes depending on how the genie feels. Yes. Um. So to test the powers of a genie, Ren, can we agree that wishing for a live elephant is maybe the dumbest wish to make? That's a pretty bad wish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I mean, like, I could think of other bad wishes, but... As an initial wish, first wish, that feels stupid. So, on the note of the elephant, I kind of want to discuss the fact that the elephant gets erased from existence. Yes. Like, the wish created it, then the wish took it away. I Yeah, I imagine it's an alternate universe thing where uh, all possible wishes are in a waiting room. Did the elephant die? No. Did it truly live? No, it's still living, it's moved back into the waiting room. (laughs) <laughs> it's um similar to cabin in the woods how there's a bunch of monsters in like different rooms it's like that except any possible wish is in a room hey bryce mm-hmm. uh, i'm gonna describe what an inappropriate friend is to you an inappropriate friend takes you to the woods and gives you as much ice cream as you want and lets you stay out late while your uncle is looking for you <laughs> who am i describing <laughs> Um, are you describing the toxic character of Genie? I am describing the toxic character of the Genie, uh, mm-hmm. who also shouldn't be sleeping in the kid's room with them. But he's, he's a boy, but he's an adult, but he's a kid, but he's a Genie. Um, it's me, the Genie, I'm just a little boy. It's, I, I ran, I don't know. He's a duck. Like, who are we to say? <laughs> I don't, I don't think that it's, it's fair for us to go through this um uh rent my question for you well actually hold on so i uh i'm gonna just rapid fire a few a few like notes that technically come before this but i I, you you don't need to respond but i think that they're worth saying yeah go for Um, it first of all how many gold coins could you fit in your mouth was something that this movie had me wondering all right i think Uh, yeah yeah that feels like a good amount um at one point i wrote are murloc and dijon siblings (laughs) Is that racist, Bryce? Um, no, I don't think so. 
I don't know. I don't know why I wrote it. <laughs> so why, why did you think they're siblings? Because they're both evil. I Do think that he all evil people are related. No, I think that he calls them like I think that there's a, a like a brother. I think that there's something along those lines. Are you sure you're not misremembering one of the many times Dijon calls someone master? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I think it's Murloc referring. I think Murloc says something to Dijon about like a uh, brother something. There's also like there's a whole flashback of them growing up together. Um, on the French Riviera. Yeah, on the French Riviera, raised by their two parents. So, I don't know. I don't think it's a far-fetched theory. Um, how is this? Oh, um, yes. So, uh, I Genie's a flat earther. What? <laughs> so when Genie comes out of the lamp for the first time, we get a little bit of like the classic. Wow, I've missed so many years. Tell me about what's going on. Except this is Duckburg, and there's not a a lot they can go off of. So instead, Genie looks at a globe, and says. Wow, this thing really is round. Oh wow, you're right. He is a flat earther. He's a flat earther. Um, uh, which doesn't make me feel good that he's the one granting wishes. Do you think uh Genie got his COVID vaccine? <laughs> I think he can do that. <laughs> I think he got a booster but didn't get the initial shot. <laughs> that mean what um i wrote the genie causes chaos and the oh it has it's probably duck yeah the genie causes okay 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 so let's talk about the the toys coming to life all right okay so who wishes for this webby does she well webby does she wishes yes so this feels like something Genie just does. Yeah, he just <laughs> he just brings the toys and dolls to life. And they wreak havoc on the house. Like, I believe that they are gonna eat aren't they gonna eat someone at one point? Uh Murloc is inside the tiger at one point. Yes. So They're all very violent. Imagine imagine you're this little kid. All your toys come alive and they're violent. Yep. Like they're just doing damage. So they Jumanji the house essentially and then what kills me here is that the whoever it is one of the three ducks doesn't matter because they're all one in the same has to waste a wish to undo the chaos the genie caused that but yeah that, that is what happens I, I can't remember which duck it was though it doesn't matter Huey, right. Louie, or dewey it is, they're all the same well it's okay because now scrooge can wish for kali baba's treasure yeah, that's his wish. He made his wish, right Done. here. And a movie. The wish is made. And scene. Um, but so he he gets it right. Doesn't get the treasure. Yeah, he gets the treasure, and uh, but uh, Murloc is in the house. Yep. And attacks Scrooge at dinner. Yeah, they like they go to some kind of Christmas town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believe it's the it's the town. I I don't so I don't think it's Christmas specific, Ren. I I thought that it was actually the convention hall from Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, maybe it is. So, uh, maybe holiday in general. 
I think it's Holiday General and uh, Murloc and Scrooge get in a big fight. Yep, Scrooge um, inside the lamp for like a brief moment. Scrooge get himself out. Yeah, so Scrooge and Genie end up in the lamp, and this pisses me off. They get out of the lamp on their own. Yeah, like immediately. Isn't that like going back to the rules? What we hold sacred with the genie. Genie's whole thing is don't put me back in the lamp. Yeah, once he's in the lamp, he's trapped. Mm-hmm. It's the whole like conceit of the genie concept. Uh, but it doesn't matter here. Just this one scene. Later on in the film and before this, it will matter. But here it doesn't matter. They can just get out. Yeah. You can just go come and go as they please. Um yeah, it bothered me so much. Um, and also, like, so, Murloc comes back. Genie doesn't do anything to hide. He, like, Genie could shrink. He could transform. Genie can do whatever the heck he wants. The only thing he can't do is, is get the jewel. Get the jewel. He doesn't need to get to the jewel. He just needs to get away from the jewel. It bothered me so much. But don't worry, because Dijon's going to have his time in the sun. That's right. Dijon, uh... Wishes for Scrooge's fortune. Mm-hmm. He gets it. And Scrooge Set- is in jail. Setting us up for... Um, Scrooge does end up in jail. Uh, when Scrooge comes home. And this isn't like Back to the Future where like a new reality is created. It's just this odd reality where Dijon is accepted to have the fortune, except everyone involved doesn't agree with it. Yeah! <laughs> so I don't understand what's stopping them from just t- taking it back. It's the legality of a wish. The yeah. wish is like the one thing you can't overrule. Mm-hmm. Um, because like all of Scrooge's best friends, mind you, the three ducks, we haven't seen them in quite some time because they're irrelevant until the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, so Scrooge is going to go to jail. Ren. Well, it's okay, though, because they post his bail. Do, do they? Yeah, that's how they get him out. They just show up. No, I don't. Th- is there a line about we posted bail? I thought there was a line about bail. So I didn't hear anything. Maybe, I just, maybe, I'm just ma- maybe my brain added that in. Like, I, yeah. Else. I think they show up and they're like, oh, Scrooge, like, this is awful. What are we going to do? Oh, we got to take it back. I agree. And then they just leave. Like, that's what that's how I interpreted that scene. Well, maybe maybe the cops know that, you know, Scrooge is a good guy. Maybe maybe he'll tip me on his way out. Me, yeah, yeah. Um, well, so now we get into the end of this film. I have two notes. Uh, I did have to when I went back to grab the quote. The uh, <laughs> got whackamackered. Uh, I did scroll through the end to kind of remind me about what what happens. But uh, all right, you got I'm, Ren. What do we I'm think? Just gonna read off all my notes for this last section in chronological order. Okay. And hope that it inspires something. Okay. A full-scale invasion. The marbles will knock out the lasers. Scrooge steps on Murloc. Dijon is turned into a pig. Casa de Cuckoo. The mansion flies. Slingshot gem. Scrooge gets the lamp. Murloc falls to his death. Everything is normal. Dijon is still a pig. We'll dress him up like a boy. I'm a boy, said the grown man with adult features. Dijon is normal again. Dijon runs away with the money. DuckTales theme. Oh, woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Um, 
What do you want to do for on your first day as a boy? <laughs> do you think Genie's uh, eaten food before? Has he eaten food before? <laughs> or like when he eats it, does he not really taste it because he's a genie? I hope one of the kids offers him a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> Uh, uh, um who knows maybe uh maybe genie gets the he buys that sandwich that scrooge didn't eat earlier hey someone has to yeah scrooge has got to make that money somehow yeah um and so when genie becomes a boy genie is done with wishes forever yeah the lamp uh disintegrates so no one can make any wishes so now he's just this little boy who looks like a 50 year old um who where's what happens to the emerald uh, Huey slingshots it, and it falls. I think it just plummets. Okay. I think it just falls into nothing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, with this, with that still out there, um, he still has some limits. So I get why he wants to become a real human rather than stay a wish-granting, all-powerful genie who can do anything except touch the jewel. Yeah. Um. So I I get it. Um. He becomes a boy, like Pinocchio. Um, why does Pinocchio want to be a boy? So is uh, Papa Geppetto will love him. Geppetto, does Geppetto want a boy? Yeah, it's all he's ever wanted. Oh. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna see in the new live-action Pinocchio, starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, as Geppetto. As Papa Geppetto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've uh, got to save Bubba. That's how he speaks. <laughs> That's the that's the that's him as Geppetto, uh, but as Forrest Gump as well. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, uh, you've got a snake in my boot. Yeah, it's it's Woody Geppetto. Yeah. Um, you got any more? Uh, what else? Is Tom Hanks in? Do big. Oh. Um. I wanna be a big. <laughs> there, there we go. There yeah, we go. Yeah, because he's Geppetto. That's why he's Italian. Hey, it's a spicy. I want to be a big. Okay, I think I'm uh, eh. I don't want to get canceled. You're not. No one's gonna. Can- Italian people can't cancel you. Eh. Mario. Mario. What's, yeah. what's Mario gonna do, huh? Mario. Mario. Oh my gosh, Luigi is like, he's so good. He's so cool. <laughs> When he uh, screams for Mario in the hit GameCube game, Luigi's Mansion. You only like Luigi better because you're a little brother. Yeah. yeah I only like Mario better because I'm a big brother. Yeah. Jenna likes Mario better than Luigi, and she's a younger sibling. But... Interesting. Yeah, I know, right? You don't see but... that normally. You don't. Um, <laughs> no. I don't know. Yeah, Luigi's pretty chill. Chill guy. Uh, we get... What do you think about the chaotic elevator scene? Oh yeah, I thought uh, Scrooge was gonna get ground up. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting that there's like a full sequence of like four minutes where there's no dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. uh, it's not too exciting though, which is a shame. Yeah, we get like some spy stuff in there. Um, like I appreciate the concept, but it I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind um, of, it's a little bit boring. Mm-hmm. The movie starts, it gets blander and blander as it goes. So I have my final, like, final thought here, Ren. Not final thought, but, like, final, like, piece here as we wrap up, like, walking through the story beats. So Murloc versus Thanos versus Genie. Who's winning? 
who's winning. If if Aladdin can use his three wishes correctly, I think Genie can take it. So you're talking Robin Williams Genie? Oh, are you are you do you mean DuckTales Genie? Why are we talking about Robin Williams Genie when we've been we're talking DuckTales today, Red? I I think that speaks to how much power Robin Williams Genie has and how shit this genie is. <laughs> Huh? Where you could say, you said genie, and after a full hour of discussing a specific genie, I instinctively thought about the other one. Yeah. Ouch. Um, Thanos has got to win that, right? I, I I think Thanos can do it. Is, does Except, he have Infinity Stones? He does, but Murloc has the Emerald. Alright, so Murloc can make any wish he wants, and Murloc can live forever. Murloc can live forever. Wait a second. Murloc can live forever? That was the first thing he wished for. So he didn't fucking die. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. When when Genie becomes a duck boy man, does uh, Murloc, like, do all of the wishes get canceled that he did? Oh, you know what? Maybe they do. Maybe the wish, maybe they wished uh, Genie into a boy while Murloc was still falling. So when he hit the ground, like, right before he was like, haha, I'm going to live, and then he just died. Died. Rip. Um, this is a in memoriam podcast from Herlock <laughs> and uh, Richard Libertini. Yes, the two. Um, all right, Ren. Do you got like uh, do you got reviews on this? Yeah, yeah. Let me pull up some of the IMDb reviews. Yeah, I'll do what I did uh for Jump In, where I'll read a uh, highly rated review, I'll read a low rated review, and then I'll do a uh, something in between. And then yeah. we can rate. The review sandwich. That's right. Yeah. Just like the one that uh, Scrooge didn't eat. <laughs> yes. Yes, we should. Um, we should, Ren. Here's an idea. Let's hold off this segment for the Patreon. <laughs> for the, you know, let's try to sell the sandwich. This review sandwich, if you will. <laughs> make some money. Um, but let's do the full version of this podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our patreon otherwise you'll just hear static for the next 10 minutes oh my yeah yeah uh no let's let's give them a freebie this week let's give them a little taste of what they'll be missing if they don't subscribe to our um 20 a month patreon all right you ready for some reviews yeah yeah all right this is a 10 out of 10 review by man with good taste one of Disney's best IMO. This is one of the best Disney animated movies of all time. Why? Because it doesn't have princesses, musical numbers, or over-the-top cuteness. It's basically about the usual gang trying to find a treasure, all Adin's lamp included, and what comes out of it. The movie has comedy, great animation, and awesome action sequences. Important. This movie is a bit too dark for younger children, so... I would say 8 plus rating is perfect. DuckTales The Movie was not received well after the theatrical release, but received a big following on video after. Why not becoming one of those fans? This is to you. If you are from 8 to 88 and like animation, but do not want something like another Snow White, you should check it out. Red, I love the way that you read these because you read them as if the person gave way more thought to them than like they actually gave. I'm just trying to do these reviews justice. Yes. Um, all right. So that was that was obviously the positive. 
let's go to a let's scroll down to a middle of the road. Yeah, let's see. All right. <clears throat> Disappointing by DB Lurker, 5 out of 10. Animation is okay, but the problem is the script. It starts rushed up and ends with fairly table Disney ending that has always been annoying. I saw this movie right after watching third season of the show. I grew up watching DuckTales, but recently decided to rewatch it just to watch the movie itself. And the drop in quality is very noticeable. The animation done by a new studio feels rough, especially when they show whole Duckburg or the first opening scene itself. Some characters like Launchpad do pretty much nothing, while others like Gyro or Gizmo Duck are completely absent like they never existed. Not even a small cameo. Worst part is, this movie's failure meant Disney never bothered with another movie, unlike Aladdin, which has like four movies. That said, is it a bad movie? No. Kids will enjoy it. Even grown-ups probably will. Just not enjoy it as much as the TV series itself. Okay. So you and I should watch the whole show. Yeah, you and I should watch the whole show. Yeah. Do you think if we, uh, like, if I had watched the whole show leading up to this, would I have been excited? Like, this has been like, oh, they've been building towards the treasure of Kali Baba this whole time. I uh, I looked it up. Kali Baba is not mentioned once in the show. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'm sure that this negative review is mentioned on our podcast. Yeah, this is our uh, last review, a 2 out of 10 review by The One That You Wanted, a bore. For some reason, I thought it would be better, but this comes off as a direct-to-video type of deal. Nothing to see here. Move on. That's the lowest review. That's it. Movie. Nothing to see here. Move on. <sighs> well, Ren. Um, let's, uh, let's do it. Do you want to rate this movie? Yeah, let's rate this. Uh, let's rate this horrible film, bro. I don't. I don't know what our like. I don't know what a ten out of ten is gonna look like. So this is tough. Yeah, well, I like. I like to try to make things relative, so it's not like consistent twos every week. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I know a two when I see a two. I so, the animation for this, I'm going to assume. And just by watching it and remembering the direct-to-video movies I've seen, the animation in this, I think, is probably going to be the best we're going to see for a while. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think going into Return of Jafar next week, it's going to be jarring. Yes. But, uh, and it's it's not like this is an offensively bad movie in a way that, like, certain Disney sequels can be where they kind of tarnish the original and really just defeat the purpose of certain things. It's... Its biggest problem is that it's very boring and kind of a waste of its own premise. Yeah. How long is this? Is this 90 minutes? It's like an hour 10. So <sighs> not even. It's not even 90 minutes. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, uh, dragging like donkey's, uh, fiance wife. So, uh, <laughs> I, huh? I am going to give this one a three. Oh, I'm starting with a three. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a three point five. Okay, because I feel like that leaves room to go up. That's true. And room to go down. Um, I don't know. So I'm looking at this list just in okay. general of the Disney Tune stuff here, and 
I am both excited and horrified at some of the things we have ahead. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I like that uh, we're going to see an Aladdin sequel, then the Goofy movie, and then another Aladdin sequel. <laughs> we're going to be uh, Aladdined out by the end. Uh, well, we have two weeks of Beauty and the Beast content. Mm-hmm. And like so much, or, like early on, it looks like a lot of like holiday stuff. Yeah, we're going to do a lot of Christmas stuff in the summer. Yeah, um, which is fine. We'll be okay. Like, what the heck is Seasons of Giving? There's not even... <laughs> what is that? I have no clue which one that, what that is. Uh, it is... Oh, it's Winnie the Pooh. Ah, okay. We are... Yeah, we're gonna watch a lot of Winnie the Pooh, which... I, I like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, you mentioned that. I was never... I liked Winnie the Pooh, too, but I was never a big Winnie the Pooh fan. Girl. Yeah, there's some, there's some good, uh, like, breaking the fourth wall style humor that sometimes happens in Winnie the Pooh. So I like that kind of stuff. I'm excited for the Lion Kings in particular. Mm-hmm. I always loved Lion King growing up. So I think those will be fun mm-hmm. to watch. Uh, a few <laughs> of these I haven't seen. I've never seen Tarzan 2 or Bambi 2. Yes. Um, there's all Jungle Book 2. There's all the... I'm looking at the list. So I see Lilo and Stitch 2 Stitch has a glitch. But isn't there something called Leroy and Stitch? Yes, I think that's the series finale for the TV show. Okay, so it's it doesn't function as a a movie. Good question. I think it might actually. It's a television movie. Mm -hmm. It's an hour thirteen, so it's about as long as Ducktales. Yeah, but I don't think it was made by Disney Toon. No, I mean if it if it was, it would be. I think it would be here, but good. And I'm excited. Like I I think the. Only other thing I'll say, Ren, is I'm excited that finally the cliffhanger that was Brother Bear uh, is going to get its conclusion in Brother Bear 2, which we'll watch in 36 episodes. <laughs> so, oh, man, some of these are going to be so bad. Oh, no. Yeah, they are. But it'll be fun. Uh, it'll be, be fun. So let's close this book out. Um and move on to the return of jafar next week um also all these are available i I, I, almost all i don't want to say all because i don't know for a fact most if not all are on disney plus Mm -hmm. so uh if you want to follow along and waste 90 minutes of your time each week and then uh waste probably about another 90 listening to us um go for it (laughs) you can uh you can watch that so um or you could just listen to us and probably save yourself some headaches yeah yeah uh help yourself so uh, let us do that heavy lifting please and thank you um ren anything else before we close i cannot wait to see what jafar is up to next week he's back he's returning he's... Yeah. uh if i remember right gilbert gottfried sings in this movie okay. <laughs> Um, I also don't want to watch the first Aladdin. I've seen it a thousand times, but I don't want to watch it uh, building up to this. And I don't want to, I don't think I want to do that for most of these sequels. I wasn't planning on watching Aladdin before this one. I I might probably watch The Lion King before Lion King 2, just because I like The Lion King. Yeah. But like, I, my intention is, I'm not really intending to wa- to prep watch anything before these sequels. I'm kind of just, my plan is to dive in how I would as a kid, you know. Like if my parents bought one of these movies, I wasn't just going to, I wasn't going to be like, Oh, I got to watch the first one first. I'd be like, Oh, right. I got to watch this brand new movie. Mm -mm. You know, 
how it's how you would watch it as a kid. Yes. Oh but, my you know, gosh. If I feel like watching The Lion King or like Beauty and the Beast or Pocahontas before watching the sequels, I will. I won't stop myself. Got you. Well, Renan, it's been real. It has, Bryce. Uh, if you liked what you heard today, you can subscribe to us. You can find us on Facebook as we're changing over our name. Uh, we're on Twitter, I think, as well. But mm, Facebook. Facebook. Um, all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, and have a good rest of your day. I'll see you all at Dijon Sentencing. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Bye. Good night. <laughs>